Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com slash memberships. So when you first make the transition to being subjective, you need to be understanding that you're developing a new skill that has a very steep learning curve. That being the case, at first, you'll likely suck at it. I tell my pro traders this all the time. When you, we have good trading strategies that work well non-subjectively most of the time, people want to win almost all the time, right? They want better, better profits. They, they want to advance. So they bring in some technical bias to that. The problem is it's a new skill. When we do something new, it takes, especially something that has a bit of a steep learning curve, it's going to take a little while to figure out. And it's going to take a little while of doing it to figure out. It's like, it's, there's certain things people can't tell you, you just have to do, right? So it's going to take a little while of doing to figure out. That being the case, you're probably going to, you're probably going to experience actually a drop in your performance. That drop is completely normal. The transitionary drop from non-subjective, the, the drop in performance from non-subjective to subjective trading is very normal. And if you're, if you don't understand that, which is why I'm bringing it up and I'm being very blatant about it, is it's going to be a barrier of discouragement for you, right? It's going to be like, you know, I, 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 I learned all these trades and I spent this time learning the market and now I'm putting it together and now I did better if I just did the other trade. But you have to get worse in order to get better. It, it's like that in every form of high-performance sport. If you're a golfer, Right, and you and you have a certain golf game, and you're pretty darn good at it. But you want to get better, it's going to require doing things a different way. Right, you can be pretty good and have a have an improper swing. You can be pretty good and have improper focus, and you can do pretty well. But there's a point at which you kind of plateau out. Right now, in order to get better, you're going to have to make some changes. You have to develop some skills, and when you start developing those skills, what happens to your golf game? It gets worse. Right, because you're practicing a new skill, you're doing something a little bit differently. It's going to get worse. But eventually, when you develop that skill, your golf game starts to get better, and then you far, for, you far surpass the plateau you were in. It's the same way with basketball. It's the same way with football. It's the same thing with being a lawyer or, 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 or whatever. It doesn't really matter. The process is the same, right? And you, know, you, can, you can equate it to my pickleball journey. Right? I watch people doing you know, playing pickleball and yeah, I mean, you can play and hit the ball harder and you can beat amateurs who don't, who can't play pickleball very well just by playing harder, even if your skills are really crappy, right? But at some point you're going to plateau out and realistically, if you try to do that with somebody who actually knows what they're doing, forget it. They'll just cream you, right? You're going to, it's going to be terrible. And if you ever want to get to their level, you're going to have to make some changes. You're going to have to bring in some strategy. You're going to have to do things that are new and you're and in doing so, you'll probably lose games against people you can beat by just slamming the ball. But eventually, when you master those skills, you're going to far surpass the level that you did before. Then you're going to be able to compete with higher level people. 
Okay, it's the same way with trading as it is in every anything else that you want to have a high performance level at. It's going to take a there's a barrier there where you're going to have to learn new skills, and you're going to and and, and in learning those new skills. You're going to have a drop in performance. You're not going to win. Your result isn't always going to be the best. But underneath what's happening is you're developing these skills underneath the surface level that when they are developed, you're going to be much, much better at achieving profits. For those of you who are willing to push through that barrier, the rewards are absolutely phenomenal. They're incredible. The other side of the barrier is the home of high rewards, low risk, adaptability, confidence, achievement, and the most consistent high returns. This is where our ultimate goal as a trader or our ultimate goals as a trader are achieved and surpassed. I know that many of you are seeking to find confidence and security and freedom through some magical trade, some magical trade that always makes money no matter what happens. You're trying to, to develop that trade. You're trying to find that trade. Um, and you need to understand there are plenty of marketers posing as teachers and mentors who are out there selling you this fantasy. Try this trade. Try that trade. Look look, look at these backtesting results, right? I filtered out all the losses in the past, and now the results are wonderful. You trade this, you're going to make money forever into the future, and you're like never going to lose, right? They're selling you the fantasy. A lot of us buy into that because that's what we want. It sounds great. It sounds wonderful. But unfortunately, that all it is is a fantasy, a fantasy that you can spend a lifetime chasing without ever making any real progress as a trader. You need to let that sink in for a little bit because a, a lot of us are on that path. A lot of us are doing that. But if you're ready to become successful, you're in the right place here at Locking Your Success, right? We're here. We show you the real deal and we have the tools required and the attitude and the mindset required to bring you to the level that you need to be. Right. If, if you're if you if you're if you're truly ready to for this challenge, this is the place to be. But it's going to require a different mindset, and it's going to require staying on track through adversity, and through times when maybe results aren't quite what you want them to be. So, step one here is to develop your self-discipline. Nothing is going to work for a long time for you as far as trading without self-discipline. You're going to have spurts of success. I mean, we're dealing with, and I'm, you know, whether this be in in our trading strategies or somebody else's trading strategies or whatever, you're going to have spurts of success, right? Especially if they're high probability. I mean, markets do certain behavior for a certain period of time, and they're it's really great because. Um, you know, you can come in as a novice and not know what the heck you're doing and you can do well for a period of time. But if you're going to be a long-term adaptable, profitable trader with any kind of consistency, um, there's certain skills you have to develop and none of that stuff's going to work very long without the self-discipline and the ability to stay focused through that, through that adversity. And from there, you have to understand the strategies. And again, I'm not just talking about whatever type of strategies you're going to apply to the marketplace, whether that be directional, whether that be futures, whether that be whatever, um, you know, complex options, whatever. You need to understand the strategies. And again, there's a lot of dynamics in a simple, you know, long call strategy. And you need to break down those strategies to understand them. So I'm going to talk a little bit about breaking down your strategies and how to understand them. And we'll talk about, too, um, I'm also going to throw in 
the transitionary stage from becoming subjective to completely non-subjective and some challenges that I see traders having because of the way they're looking at things um, or maybe just a way to, to help transition over a little bit once you get to that level. So things we should be focusing on on the strategies or you should understand about a trading strategy um, uh, are the following. But before I get into it, I just want to make a mental observation just to bring it out of the way most people look at trading strategies that are newbies or that are looking at things the wrong way. They're saying, I have these trading rules. They worked out in the past. I developed them in Backtrader and they made money, right? And this, and they look at it as a whole trade or a whole unit. What I want you to do is start to break that down and, and think about the different components of a trading strategy. We have an entry strategy, we have an adjustment strategy, and we have an exit strategy. This is true for every trading strategy, regardless of what it is, um, even though that adjustment strategy might be none, right? Um, but any, any straight strategy has to, any trading strategy has to have an entry strategy component. It has to have an a, 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 it, it has to have an adjustment component, even if that's nothing. Um, but you'll find that most do. And then we have some sort of an exit strategy. Each of these components, depending on how you do them and what that strategy is, are going to have benefits and drawbacks. Now, when we get into Go membership, right? A lot of people will learn the bull trade, they'll learn the bear trade, and you know, whatever. And then 3.4U, for example. And they'll say, well, I'm going to use a bull trade in a bullish environment, a bear trade in a bearish environment, and an M3U in a neutral environment. Well, first of all, most traders are trading complex options spreads non subjectively because they don't understand the market. And they don't even understand really, and I'm again, but I've been in your shoes too, right? I, I've not understood the market. They don't really understand um, what a bearish market is, what a bullish market is, and what a neutral market is. They don't understand when they're in the market until they've been in the market so long that the market's probably going to change, right? By the time you understand that you're in a bullish market and you've lost three bearish trades, the market's probably going sideways or going bearish. Right? By the time you realize you're in a bullish market, the market's probably going to change, and you're going to adapt to it. And it, it is, if, you always, if you always feel like you're behind the curve, that's probably why, right? We see that from that perspective. We also see it from the trade perspective. Oh, wait, the bearish butterfly has been doing lousy lately, and the market's been going up in a bullish market. I'm going to start a bull trade. And that's right about the time the market's going to start going down, right? Or I've been in a... I've been in a Bull trade and the bearish Mart butterfly has been doing really well um, for the last six months, and I've had kind of sporadic results or I've lost. So I'm going to go ahead and do that bear trade because we're in a bearish market. And then it's about the time the market changes. And then, you know, the bull trade starts performing wonderfully. So, I mean, <laughs> I see this happen all the time. It's like people are just like they're always chasing strategies. They're always chasing the market and they don't get anywhere. And then, you know, and then if they do switch, they start with a small size and then they scale up. And then by the time they're scaled up, it switches. Right. So it's just, you know, it's to the point where, where I'm almost like, if somebody's going to trade that way, I'd almost have you do the opposite. Hey, look, the bull trades lost three times in a row. Let's do some bull trades. 
Well, hey, the bearish butterflies lost three times in a row. Let's do some bearish butterfly trades. Realistically, you'd be better off doing that than chasing the market. You know, it, not that I suggest that. I don't. I, I suggest you understand the market and be able to to um, be ahead of the curve rather than behind the curve. But I'm just talking about some common challenges that people have. The other thing is, is when we talk about a bullish or a bearish market, you can do wonderful in a with a bull trade in a bearish market through timing your entries, or happening or, or or happening to have entries if you're doing non-subjective, happening to have entries that that are timed well from a technical standpoint. You can do very well in a very bullish market with a bearish butterfly through the same process by either being lucky with market timing on DTE or by maybe doing some technical timing, right? It doesn't matter whether the market necessarily is bullish or bearish. I mean, there are some considerations there, but but I kind of want to get you away from that and start you thinking about what's going to happen in the market for the duration of the trade. Because I can be in a very bearish market and have a 30-day uprun and still be in a very bearish market and be in a bearish downtrend. I can be in a very bullish market environment and still have a period of time where the market takes a significant drop. We, we want to be sure that we're in the environment. I, I, the, the environment isn't as important as understanding what's likely to happen for the duration of your trade. So we want to break everything down to that because everybody asks me, well, what's a good trade for a bullish market? Well, it, it, there is no trade for a bullish market. It, it's, it, it's what's the duration? Well, put it this way. If you're in a bullish market, you buy something, right? And you just wait out the bullish market and then you sell it at the top of the bullish market. Sounds easy. But realistically, our strategies are somewhere between, you know, some of you trade even a shorter time frame, but our strategies are somewhere between 15 and 70 days, 77 days, the general market environment doesn't necessarily have anything to do with where the market's going in the next 30 days or the next 15 days, or if you've been in the trade for a while, the next five days. We need to start thinking about what's most likely to, as we become more subjective or whatever, or start considering strategy swapping based on subjectivity, we want to start considering what is likely to happen for the duration of the trade, not necessarily what overall type of market environment we're in. Um, and then um, when you start becoming subjective, a lot of people are going to be like, well, should I do a bull trade or a bear trade for this entry cycle? When the reality is, is I would rather having you think about this in regard to entry strategy adjustment strategy and exit strategy. So rather than saying this is, you know, I should do a bull trade, I'd rather have somebody say this is a nice time for an entry strategy of a bull trade or this is a nice time for an entry for a bear trade. Just because it's a nice time to enter a bull trade doesn't mean it's a nice bull trade or it doesn't mean it's a nice bear trade. Right, so we might want to have an, so we might want to pick a bullish entry strategy or a bearish entry strategy, or a neutral entry strategy, depending on what's going on, and then have some sort of a different type of adjustment strategy. So I can start out as a bearish butterfly for an entry strategy, and then I can flip into a rule set for an M3.4U for an adjustment strategy, and, or you know, and then I can decide what type of exit strategy I want. And that is what I have for you today. 
you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.